Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Friday, the 1st of March, 2024. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 hit a new record today, closing at a new high of 7,745.6 points up about half a percent on the day. The story of the past four months since the low in early November has been the tech stocks, which have outperformed all other parts of the market. The banks have also been decent contributors. BHP surged today, finishing up 2.3%, which is a bit of a turnaround because the miners haven't done so well in recent months. Fortescue Metals and Rio also did okay today, finishing about 1% higher. The banks rose, led by ANZ's 1% jump. Both Woodside and Santos were up nearly 2%. Woolies and Coles outperformed, while West Farmers dropped. Others to fall back included CSL, Macquarie, Telstra, Transurban and Tech Global. Tough day for hearing implant group Cochlear, which fell 4% after hitting a record high yesterday. Tracking app Life360 jumped 38%. After the group announced plans to launch an advertising business and lithium miners had a good day, that's after benchmark futures traded in China rebounded. Core Lithium closed up 14%, while Sayona Mining and Arcadian Lithium jumped more than 10%. Story number two, former National Australia Bank Chief Executive Ross McEwen has joined the board of BHP, putting himself in discussions about chairing the big Australian. Current BHP Chair Ken McKenzie said he was delighted to secure Mr McEwen's services starting April 3, adding that he brings a strong focus on people and culture, technology and innovation, and has deep experience in capital allocation and value creation. Mr McKenzie is in his seventh year on the BHP board and is expected to follow the general rule of thumb at the company of not carrying on for more than nine years. Story number three, big tech is setting itself up for another fight with legacy media companies, with Meta, the owner of Facebook and Instagram, saying it will no longer pay for news content on its platform. Meta will remove its Facebook news tab in Australia from April. Users will still be able to post and share links to news stories, but it won't be negotiating new deals to compensate media companies. In its words, Meta wants to invest in products and services that drive user engagement, and as a result, it won't be entering into new commercial deals for traditional news content in Australia. Meta signed more than a dozen contracts with Australian media companies under a code introduced by the government, paying tens of millions of dollars to News Corp, Nine Entertainment, Seven West Media, Guardian Australia, among others. That deal set to end this year. Now, the move will put pressure on the Albanese government, with media companies expected to ask it to force Meta to negotiate over payments as stipulated under that bargaining code. Today, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, said the government's very concerned about the announcement and it's absolutely critical that media is able to function and be properly funded. Story number four, Labor candidate for Dunkley, Jody Bellia and Prime Minister Anthony Albanese were campaigning in Frankston this morning ahead of tomorrow's by-election. Bellia paid tribute to former Dunkley Labor MP Peter Murphy, who died at age 50 from cancer, saying she was a strong, wise and confident local representative. The coalition needs a swing of more than 6% to win the seat. Probably unlikely that one. However, any sort of swing will help them at the next federal poll. And there was more sad news today with the death of Victorian Labor Senator Linda White after a short illness. The Prime Minister said she was an invisible servant of the administration of the Labor Party federally and in Victoria through the good times and the hard and was the longest serving woman on the national executive of the ALP. And story number five, the Federal Reserve's preferred gauge of underlying inflation rose in January at the fastest pace in nearly a year, adding support to the argument that interest rates will need to stay higher for longer. The so-called Core Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, 
which strips out the volatile food and energy components, increased 0.4% in December. It's up 2.8% from a year ago. Now, economists consider this to be a better gauge of underlying inflation than, than the overall index. Didn't hurt Wall Street, though. The tech-heavy Nasdaq composite hit a new record high overnight, beating its previous peak back in November 2021. The broader-based S&P 500 also hit a record high. It's the 14th time it's done it this year. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday the 1st of March 2024. Michael Thompson, Adam Lang and I will be back tomorrow morning with a weekend edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.